0: Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business.
1: What up, guys? I'm Emily. And I'm Lisa. And we are the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. Yes, we is. How you doing today, Emily? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well, you know, now that the whole Hurricane Ian nonsense and, yeah, and right yeah. after vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, kind of a bittersweet, like very grateful, you know, that uh, we didn't, Turn out to have the effects here in the Tampa Bay area that uh, we were projected to, but also, it, you know, obviously very sad and, and heartbroken for everything that they've lost down south. So um, big love, oh. vibes, juju, prayers, whatever is needed to our neighbors down south in the Fort Myers and Naples areas and uh you know hopes for a speedy recovery for sure
1: yeah I'm so impressed by the response of this area everybody's sending everything they have Mm -hmm. um you know it just it's like a big sigh of relief here but everybody just got in the car and made the trek on down there and brought all the supplies and it's pretty amazing it is. It's tough not to have a
0: little bit of sort of survivor's guilt, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah, you you always see the best in people after these things happen as well. So
1: yeah, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to the people that showed up in my backyard to
0: take
1: <laughs> the tree off of my roof. Neighborly. <laughs> out of, out love, of the kindness of their A little heart.
0: creepy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, you know, what? that's the best kind of, you know, stranger to show up just to be like, hey, you need some help. I'm going to help you out. And um, I think, you know, everybody in this neighborhood knows I should not be up on my roof with a chainsaw. So Yes.
0: And um, for anybody who does want to help from my mother who uh, spent a handful of years uh, as a director for disaster relief services, cash is king if you really want to be most helpful, um, that is kind of what keeps the, the services flowing. So finding, you know, an organization that, that you trust, um, and, uh, and donating your cash is
1: yeah. Yeah. Because all those, all those small business, I mean, small and big businesses, they were out of work for at least four or five days there.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: so yeah, definitely. uh, I did hear that small business is it small SBA um, they were funding or releasing some funding to help people that were in those areas that got hit the yeah, hard. Yeah. yeah. There's
0: certainly going to be the government assistance. And then, you know, you've got the red cross and you've got some other smaller local organizations, if that's your preference. But um, the main thing, you know, people want to, um, get in their cars and drive down there and and bring stuff. And while that is wonderful, it can actually be somewhat of a liability. You know, you've got Mm -hmm. power lines down and debris all over the place and flooding still. And uh, so, you know, having these organizations, having the resources to um, have their trained volunteers and staff uh, able to you know, get the people the the things and the supplies that they need, um, more yeah. efficiently and safely, and and things like that.
1: So That's I hope a lot of the anxiety and anticipation that everyone's been feeling all over. I know that people have been getting messages from people all around the world, um, the International Feng Shui Guild. Um, sending their hopes and um, intentions that things work out for the best here during that time. But I hope everything is dissipating. Everyone's starting to regain some grounding after that. Mm. Um, and certainly was an unstable time. Um, you know, I think a lot of us, you know, we try to squelch down any stress we were feeling just to power through and, mm-hmm. um, you know, show a good example for our coworkers and our children certainly not to have any panic and just get things done, but the aftermath and all of the intense emotions that have been bottled up—they're <laughs> yeah, happening sure. probably around this time. So I, um, I think today what you and I were discussing, we could do here is talk about what happens um, during such rocks to our foundation and our core that can um, block in some ways, our prosperity, our flow, and our momentum. And how can we work through uh, times like that with really just a greater sense of empowerment, um, focus, and drive, once again, using some methods that we use for mind-body alignment um, and relating that to our businesses. Yeah and we're going
0: to refer to this concept as a prosperity block or an abundance block right is that um is that a term
1: that we made up or does that come from No I think that's a that widely Yeah I think that's a widely used term um in the different uh energy workers or light worker communities mm-hmm. and I think anyone that is you know on the more practical side um those that practice mindfulness techniques. Um, there are mind blocks or blocks too. Sure. Yeah. So I think, I think it goes beyond that, um, that we know that we can hold ourselves back the most when we have these blocks in our mindset. So um, yeah. So I think prosperity blocks or abundance blocks is the best way to sum it all up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it goes- An energetic
0: block that you kind of feel most in the areas of maybe finance um, business, things like that.
1: Yeah. I think it'll be real useful for people that are tuning in and certainly our Facebook group, um, too, that are so, um, driven within aligning their mind, body and business at this time. Mm -hmm. So, um, let's, let's do that.
0: Yeah, let's do that. So what, how, when you experience a prosperity block, how does Mm -hmm. that sort of manifest for you?
1: Um, so, as a feng shui practitioner, I I take a look at my surroundings when I'm feeling any type of block to see if there's anything that needs to be addressed, repaired, cleared, um, any area that needs a little bit more love in my surroundings, and also really just listening, um, going within, within mindset practices, um, within meditation and really sensing and feeling, you know, where where are these instabilities? Um, because what the what is in the internal shows up and manifests externally. So ultimately the objective is to clear and restore, um, feel what we call like very high vibe. <laughs> so in, you know that's mm-hmm. more pop culture to say that, but um to be living in a way that is joyful, um, all the ways that you can imagine that you feel when you are surrounded with abundance, joy, what kind
0: of things, um, are happening for you and in your world to indicate to you, like, okay, I think I'm having one of these abundance blocks right now. Like, what does that look like in your world? Yeah.
1: So if I'm feeling like, you know, oh, this, you know, someone's saying, how was your day? And I'm saying, well, it was just meh, you know, like, There wasn't anything inspiring in it. It you know, it I wasn't feeling the creative flow to inject into things that I normally feel. That would be a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that
0: And what about business wise? Like what what kind of things do you see that that give you the the heads up that it's something's not flowing properly?
1: Yeah. I mean, aside from like injecting because I do design work and that If that's not flowing, then I know there's something wrong. um, And that affects my bottom line, obviously, because I need to be productive and Mm -hmm. attracting in um, the best, you know, fitting clients. And so if I'm feeling any of that out of sync, if I'm feeling, um, you know, uh, miscommunication um, or things just not, um, not being received or um, on, on both ends, miscommunication wise, then I know there's there's a prosperity or abundance block that needs to be addressed, and that's something that needs to be done internally and like in my space. And are there times
0: where you feel like there's literally like just no new clients coming in?
1: Oh sure, yeah. I mean that's you know if there's no new clients or like not the best fitting clients, um, mm-hmm. so that's that's an indication for certain. You know even and what am I in, you know, deep into my year three of my consultancy? Um, yeah. I mean, and that, and that goes also for the school as well. You know, it's um, that certainly does happen and there are, everything is cyclical. So <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in times when there's um, plentiful resources and uh, clients and students coming in, you for anybody, we know where there's times that are plentiful. There will also be the equal um, and opposite reaction at some point. It's interesting that you brought
0: up the um, not not the great fit clients, because in those times where you're feeling blocked, it's so much more tempting to <laughs> take on yeah. uh, those clients that aren't the right fit. And I think you and I have both been through this, um, you know, maybe, maybe more than a few times where you have an experience that really solidifies the fact that like, not everybody is your client.
1: Right. Right. And, it's you so know, the,
0: sometimes, no like sometimes the hard money hard. is not it. <laughs> yeah. The money is um, not the most important. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of like a test If you think about it, because if you start to, you know, fall back into that, like kind of opening yourself up to, to any, any old client, um, even if they're giving you red flags or or they're just not a a right fit for one reason or another, you start to invite in more of that once you start to accept that.
1: Right. I mean, it just no. kills. I mean, for me, it, it kills the flow of a whole project um, mm-hmm. if there's a poor fit um, in clientele. So, if there's on, on either side, it's poor for them, it's poor for me. Um, so, it's almost better that you have your referrals to go to and refer people that just aren't the right fit for you because an even better fit is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. hard to see that, and especially for those that are just starting out.
0: And if you're, them. you're sort of paying it forward in that way, uh, you know, and who knows, hopefully they're a great fit for, you know, the people that you refer them to, but that also um, brings that attracting energy yeah. back to you.
1: Yeah. That reciprocity um, mm-hmm. effect is real and, um, you know, good karma and all that, <laughs> that we say, but um, it's, you know, it if you choose correctly, your and you know your your field and who is working amongst you, then you can help matchmake people to know who's the best fit for someone coming in. Rather than when you're going through a prosperity block and you start grasping at straws and just start opening up um, your services to things that aren't, you know, within your best wheelhouse or your greatest desire or that anything that brings you any joy, mm-hmm. just to make a fit. Um, it's, you know, that's. that's I used that. to,
0: I, I won't do this anymore. I've made a promise to myself, but I used to open myself up to a crazy schedule in order to, yeah. you know, get as many clients in as possible. I would just completely lose my boundaries, uh, as far as, as far as scheduling would go. And that was so draining, um, yeah. So why would someone have an abundance block?
1: Intense emotional stress. Um, you know, we talk about it a lot. There's, there's so many layers to our awareness. And when we're sleeping, even we're collecting information, Um, And it can just be from leaving your TV on and listening to the forecast of Ian approaching and Mm. the extreme dread that you're hearing or the aftermath. All of those, all of that negativity makes an imprint on you in some way. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that is coming through in day-to-day interactions and being injected into your, your lifestyle practices and even your work. So um, the worst thing that we can do um, is just go through the emotion, through, through the emotion, go through the emotions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you have these uh, lingering disturbances in your emotions, because you're infusing whatever you're doing with that negativity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, so it's a maintenance, really.
0: And my tarot guy that I always quote <laughs> pretty much in every episode, he always talks about how negativity, negative energy feeds itself. So that's kind of what you're saying as, as I understand it is like that it infuses itself into every aspect of your life. And then everything can sort of start getting blocked up and it affects your mood and your attitude and the way you interact with others, your relationships, Uh, you know, all of that. And then you can end up having blockages everywhere. Whereas positive energy, you have to intentionally feed it Mm -hmm. and create it.
1: Right. You have to make room for it. You have to mm -hmm. make room for the positivity. And I think really just going back to you and I talk a lot about acceptance. So just Mm -hmm. accepting and just being.
0: And really more neutrality, preferable to even like uber positivity, just like acceptance, you know, going with the flow of energy instead of trying to resist it and say, no, this is bad. And, you know, resisting things that are out of our control. uh, And then it just sort of spirals.
1: Yeah. Resisting or pushing. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when things don't feel like they're in alignment, so you know, maybe miscommunications are happening, you're not getting answers fast enough, no one's liking what you're saying, you know, in terms of business, um, you know, it's you're not feeling seen or appreciated, Um, you might go overly aggressive. And and I steer away from assertive, because I think being assertive is good, but go overly aggressive and pushing, trying to push past or through when it's really more of, okay, let's just be with this. And, um, and that's a hard practice. I think in the Western world to be accepting
0: mm-hmm. um, when yeah, you're, not to force you're things. And once you start forcing things, then that energy gets infused into your work, into your product or service. And it's pretty tough to really, um, make money off of a product mm-hmm. or service that has a bunch of negativity. and Yeah.
1: People feel that mm-hmm. they feel it. Um, And I, I think, you know, just some examples, especially in social media, you, you can tell one, I think maybe you can, you can, I'm just assuming, but you can let me know if this is true, but you can tell when someone's going through a tough time in social media and even in their business post by the energy that's behind even a graphic, it'll appear messy or convoluted. Um, There's no, you know, it's a hard sales coming at you, which, which feels aggressive. Um, and in feng shui, you know, that's an imbalance in, um, in communication and coming through that way. It feels, it feels, and it looks loud and aggressive <laughs> mm-hmm. and it makes people stand back. Mm-hmm. So in feng shui, we call those poison arrows. And I think poison arrow in fact can be also seen in social media. And, you know, even you can tell like when relationships are unraveling. And you can say, you know, like I can tell by the pattern of these posts, like what's going on here? Like someone's, someone's having some issues. So, um, you know, when we have these emotions that are, they have, um, you know, and I talk a lot about emotional aura being around us and there being tears or permeations within that field, that, um, that's something that allows negativity to really permeate in and we talk a lot about authenticity and being pure and really just having that childlike joy and wonder and all in what we do. And that's, you know, kind of part of the success, um, especially when you're in the entrepreneur world, when you allow those permeations to really like settle in and inter- integrate in with who you are and, and muddies that up. Um, so there's no clarity in what you're doing, why you're showing up. There's confusion
0: and there's repelling. Mhm. At the Conscious Collaboration podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa Red Light Therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code COLLAB15, that's C-O-L-L-A-B-15, for a discount on your device. Yeah, so... From my end of things, you know, um, sort of on the spiritual side of it, this is basically my, (laughs) my go to solution for everything. But just falling back on that idea of faith that the universe is conspiring in your favor. And, you know, although it's really, really hard not to dip into that lack mentality when you are literally physically lacking, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to have that trust and that faith that all this is happening for a reason so that you can, you know, learn something or, or, you know, grow in some way from this experience. And just to kind of, Constantly try to stay in that mindset, keep you know, whatever kind of spiritual connections that that resonate with you the most. And then, of course, um, by using our tools to regulate the nervous system, by keeping up with our physical practices, our you know, exercise, our yoga and meditation, our breathing. Um, even more so, you know, than usual, um, your grounding and your walks and nature, um, whatever you find that sort of helps to, to regulate and, uh, you know, calm your nervous system are a big, big things to recruit in these times of abundance blocks for sure. Um, also, what we always talk about with, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people and the right energies, uh, who are not feeding that lack mentality, who are not feeding that anxiety, um, and you know, compounding it. People who will instead compound upon the the positive and the and the neutral energy of things and help you kind of see see things from a more grounded perspective. Um, Those are all things from my end uh, to suggest that people could do in these times. So what about from a feng shui and quantum energy perspective? What are some of the ways to approach a prosperity block?
1: So within the feng shui community, the International Feng Shui Guild, we talked a lot about this time. Um, first, we were we were all focusing on Mercury and retrograde. You know, that mm-hmm. was that was one thing. Um there were a lot of disturbances around the world that were happening. There were riots and a lot of tension happening, political disputes in other countries. And um, I do hear a lot from members um, everywhere around the world. And there was a shared, very powerful intention. things need to be cleared. Um, and you know what? Now that I said it out loud, like wasn't that hurricane somewhat of a clearing, <laughs> but a destructive one? But um, so we we put into practice, especially when we're going to set into place any type of cure or remedy to something that needs to be resolved, a clearing first. And that can be as simple as clearing clutter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and that's the. Most public friendly thing that people think of when they think of feng shui is oh, clutter, yeah, sure. So, you know, take a look around, see where is clutter collecting, you know, and then that it literally be, blocks the flow of energy. It would block the flow of energy. What so if you mm-hmm. think of, and when I say energy, people use terms different terms for energy, um, life force energy or chi, mm-hmm. there's lots of different names for for it, but we think of it as a river and a healthy flowing river. And we want to make sure as feng shui practitioners that this river of energy can reach all different spaces within an environment and also to be able to nourish a person. Um, So you want to be able to see within your environment that everything can be reached, that there's no dust, there's no film on things. Um, you know, I was even just talking, coming back into my home after being on a trip for, um, over a week that I was like, oh my gosh, like I had to do so much cleaning and dusting. It's tough Um, in these older
0: houses here too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And when you're living in the house, the dust doesn't settle. You're constantly cleaning and upkeeping when you're gone for a week or more, you're like, oh my gosh, it's like a, like a coating that needs to be removed. So that's that type of like coating or stickiness is going to slow down the chi and not allow it to flow as as evenly as we would like. and we don't want that river of energy to be rushing and we don't want it to be muddy and stuck on mm-hmm. either end it's bad um, so we would talk first about clearing and clearing can be done many different ways and that's something you can go to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's and buy things to clear your home <laughs> there's That's really mainstream now to do that. So you can use incense, you can use Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Palo Santo, you can use white sage. um, And it's, it's so mainstream now that it's being packaged in grocery stores. All of those work. Um, Does Trader Joe's have sage now? Trader Joe's. Yeah, it's (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) I don't know if I need to like do a plug for them now, but. I just named three places, (laughs) but you can, you can buy these essentials because they're like daily essentials now that people use to clear their environment and people, you know, there's within training at the intrinsic school of feng shui, Steve and I do a training on space clearing, but we share our method. It's not like the end all be all method, because really the only thing that matters is your intention and having that practice for yourself and knowing when it needs to be done. So you want to use a space clearing after any kind of intense emotion, argument, sickness, um, certainly job loss, um, or if you're looking to attract and you need to clear and reset. Mm -hmm. So it's a good, you know, spring cleaning, fall cleaning, seasonal thing to do just in general, even if you're, you know, status quo all the time. And um, and really good, good ingredients are injecting with your intention to clear and then to welcome in positive energy and um, certainly opening up the doors and windows and letting in fresh air and really Mm. paying attention to where, you know, if you're using smoke, where's the smoke not traveling as easily. That's a space that needs to be cleared a little more. Um, And it's simple and it's not, I'm happy to always do clearings for people, but I also make sure that I show them how to do it for themselves. Cause it's super easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, it really
0: mostly, like you said about the intention and not like mm-hmm. the exact
1: words that you say or right. motions or anything like that. Right. Because you can even space clear from afar or virtually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, you know, you can use a pendulum to clear. You can, I use my software, the SRC for you as well has that built in. Um, but the important ingredients are the visualization, um, spoken or intensely thought words, and um, and if you can use your hands, so that you're integrating all of those components.
0: Your suggestions too um, have prompted me to kind of think of a couple more things. Uh, I don't know why I didn't talk more about this before, but um, you know, fascia. Our connected tissue within our body is sort of the vessel by which that river of chi yeah. flows within our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so um, connecting to, you know, some simple fascia based uh, movements um, can really help to open up. That, that flow again within your own body. Um, also, I think that in these sort of times of blockage, we can tend to, I think this was even one of the first things you said, you know, our, our mood, our whole demeanor can really start to slump. And when we're in a more you know, down kind of depressive kind of state, we tend to want to not eat very well or or just full on eat like shit, just, you know, Mm -hmm. just eat all the things, uh, without regard. (laughs) And, you know, while, you know, comfort food, uh, there's a very fine line where it starts to provide diminishing returns at best. So, you know, yeah, have the the piece of pizza or whatever your that's my thing. The t- you know mm-hmm. whatever your thing is, but also really be mindful to overall um, have your nutrition very dialed in. Focus on whole foods. Um, you know, getting plenty of protein to really nourish your body. Protein is is a healing uh macronutrient um so you know i can imagine that it would even contribute in some ways to energetic healing if your body is you know energized properly um so get your protein get your whole foods be mindful of your nutrition and don't just let it you know go to shit uh in these times of blockages cuz that can i think that negative energy feeding itself that can just kind of make things spiral even further.
1: Yeah, it does. And and you mentioned too that- Alcohol, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: lower your vibration more.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, you it know. just doesn't, it doesn't feel good. I think I was telling, you know, just this is like a, another silly reference probably, but so um, a big mistake. Silly
0: reference.
1: This is a silly reference. <laughs> so talking about like letting negativity in. So the other day I, I was- going on a friend's recommendation and i was like i'm gonna check out netflix watching dahmer oh and there you go. Was, i couldn't make it through the whole episode because it was so much negativity and i felt so gross the whole um rest of the day after that like i didn't even make it make
0: yeah it <laughs> that might not be the best choice of like viewing consumption in a no <laughs> In a blockage state, (laughs) I'm not saying I'm not gonna watch it, but you know, if I'm feeling bad already, if you're already feeling bad, do not
1: watch. Maybe the serial killer,
0: cannibalism, and all that stuff, right? Like he, I
1: can't, I can't talk about it right now. Okay, I'm still repairing myself. He was bad. He was not good. No serial killer shows are not good, even though as much as I love like Halloween time and all Mm. of the scary movies, like. Yeah. Definitely just get your get your energy right before, <laughs> before. You the killers in. Yeah. I mean the worst thing Pro tip. You know, the worst thing you can do when you don't have your, you know, your emotional um your, your frequencies up to a place where they need to be is to go around things that are seedy, like not all mm-hmm. bars are seedy, but you don't want to like go sit at a bar and start drinking if you don't feel well. And
0: taking on other people's negativity. And we talk about this a lot too with, with alcohol, like your intention going into it Mm -hmm. has everything to do with like what happens after that, how you feel the next day. Uh, you know, if you're going into it with sort of a celebratory, um, intention, you tend to just do better, you know, you're not like dancing on the tables or crying in the bathroom to <laughs> strangers or you know, whatever, whatever else um, you might think of to do. Whereas if you're like going into it just to escape mm-hmm. reality, you know, the outcomes uh, tend to be not as good and they compound on each other. and. Your problems just get worse if you use alcohol or anything really as an escape mechanism for your problems. Yeah. They're definitely not solutions.
1: Does that mean we have to stop sending reels and memes? Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) No, I think those are positive infusions of energy for sure. Laughter. I mean, that saying laughter is the best medicine. I, I feel like that's true. Yeah, it is. You know, seven yeah. years as a ICU nurse, I wouldn't have survived if we weren't allowed to like laugh about shit that was, you know,
1: yeah, yeah. You've you've fun. seen a lot. You've seen a lot. I, I won't bring it up right now because we're talking about keeping the energy. <laughs> raised. Yeah,
0: but it does it to to laugh about, I and mean, it's not you know you don't laugh at the plight of humanity, but right. you know you can spring off of really fucked up things and um, laughter breaks up that negative energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's another lesson from my tarot dude.
1: Oh yes. I know. Mm -hmm. We need to have him on someday. Manifest
0: that. Yeah. He spent, he spent a whole summer last summer doing just really raunchy, um, like sexual innuendo filled tarot readings that were hilarious hilarious. I would not stop laughing, (laughs) not safe for work, not safe for kids, but hilarious. And he did that because he could feel the collective energy because he always says, you know, I'm I'm an energy reader. I'm not a tarot Mm -hmm. reader. And he could feel the collective energy of those who had tuned into his channel was so just down in the dumps and blocked (laughs) and every, yeah, heavy in every kind of way. So he did that on purpose as a means to really break Break up and lighten up that energy. And it worked.
1: Yeah, laughter works, music Mm -hmm. works. Um, In feng shui, we use music, um, yeah. Yeah. We use music, tinja bells. We use chimes a lot to break up anything that's stuck or stagnant or thick like that, like that heavy feeling. Um, even just clapping, you know, can break up and wake up a space, but yeah. it's something that manifests into something physical. Play. Yeah. Play. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, the best, I think you know, the, the most resonant um, teaching for me too, is the, they. I know there's negativity to sitting in the sun all day, but it's very healing to get into sunlight and absolutely sun get aid. some vitamin D. Yeah, yeah, vitamin mm-hmm. D, and just really let light, natural sunlight, pour within a space. So that means you know opening up room, darkening curtains, um, you know the heavy, the heavy blinds, and certainly you know just yeah. really letting light fill all the spaces as well. It's one of the most powerful manifestations of tea.
0: Basically seek things that bring you joy. I was also reading just the other day about how money follows pleasure Mm -hmm. when you provide a service that provides pleasure for someone, when you, you know, provide a product that provides pleasure for someone, when you are experiencing pleasure while you're, you know, interacting with your clients. And when you are experiencing pleasure interacting with somebody that you're doing business with, you are inclined to want to give them more money, right? So seeking, yeah, I mean, seeking that pleasure, and again, not in like an escapist kind of way, um, but really in like a what brings me joy in this moment kind of way.
1: Yeah, the move. I mean, That goes back to attachment to um you know it's there is a there's a lot of letting go in that and mm-hmm. allowing of things to happen mm-hmm. as they should. And um there's that energy of clinging. So especially mm-hmm. when there's lack, <laughs> there is that tendency mm-hmm. to be clinging to something which will um you know uh, the Yijing talks about clinging as well too, like um clinging to the source of, that fuels you. Um, so like fire to wood pushes it farther away, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, or destroys that what fuels you. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's giving things space to, to grow. And I think, you know, this conversation took a lot of a turn too. Um, and I, and I like, it's interesting because we're talking about, you know, the not forcing of things, the, um, you know, the right fit of people and energy to have around you. And I'm thinking too, uh, for, for everybody out there, you know, listening to us, I hope it's reaching them at the right time. But if they're feeling some kind of like lack or prosperity block, stuck and stagnant and confused, um, I hope that they're able to, to get to that place, you know, and it's a good reminder for us too, you know, coming out of coming out of this storm on the other side. Yeah, literally. Yeah. A literal storm, (laughs) but I, you know, like, yeah, hurricanes, that type of, you know, life event can be a hurricane type of energy, um, something that disrupts us and catches us off guard and throws us completely off and off track. Um, but being able to, to come back to that place where you're really feeling joy and wonder is what's going to allow the prosperity to be attracted and grow. Mm -hmm. Well, outside of, um,
0: you know, personally, do you feel a bit of a collective prosperity block?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been talked about in communities too um, that I'm that I'm working with. There, there is this prosperity block, and certainly, I think we're on the other side, and we're out of the the whole Mercury and retrograde. And I do think there is some truth to that. Um, whether that's something we collectively rally behind and create for ourselves, I don't know, but, um, there, there is, there has been this feeling that we're on the other side of something big and there's a bit of decay. And so we know that decay in the world, it sounds terrible. So like the way, you know, if you, if you are reading Yijing and decay comes up, you're like, Oh, bummer decay. But decay is actually something that is necessary and it's nourishing. And from past, you can think of past experiences, you can think of um, even leaves that fall from the tree, the decay of of these things are what nourishes the ground and the foundation. Mm -hmm. So if we're coming through the other side of turbulence, and now we're experiencing the decay, the worst part is behind us. Mm. And now it's back into the nourishment cycle and we know that creation is right on the other side. So it's really just a great opportunity for everybody to be um, expecting something new. and um, and you were mentioning too, to me talking that um, you know this destruction of you know the hurricane and any miscommunications that happen in Mercury and retrograde, that's potentially clearing out of things that, no longer serve in a force, (laughs) forceful way. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I do think that there might be a collective sense. And I do want to reach out to our, um, Facebook group too, the conscious collaboration collective and see, you know, how many people out there are really experiencing abundance and prosperity blocks at this time. And, um, we can start working and addressing that.
0: Yes, and if you're listening to this podcast and you're not in our Conscious Collaboration Collective on Facebook, holla at us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good group. I think we have the right people in there, Um, really good response and ideas, some very empowered people and lots of opportunity. So Mm -hmm. I think in the future, it's going to play a big part in where we go with the podcast too. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was great talking with you all today. And Emily, thank you as always for hanging out with me. And this was such a good discussion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll see you at the workout on Friday and everyone out there. Let's um, we hope to connect with you on Instagram. You can find us also on Facebook. You can find us everywhere at the conscious collaboration podcast. We look forward to hearing from you and um, we'll see you next time.
0: Yes. Talk to you in five minutes.
1: Talk to you in five. Bye.
0: Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes and Audible to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment Mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at conscious collaboration podcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.